What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Everything Medicare podcast. Christian Brindle coming to you to bring you a podcast. I'm recording this on Mother's Day on Sunday, and but you will be hearing it and it will air on Monday, May 13th. The reason why, folks, I'm doing this delayed episode episode is because for those of you who have been following me very closely for the last couple of weeks, you know that my wife Stormy is going to give birth any day now, and we had a, um inducement appointment last week that was unsuccessful due to the position of the baby. We have another inducement appointment tomorrow. Hopefully the baby will be able to be born, but I'm not going to be able to bring you a podcast on Monday, which is the day you'll be listening to this on, so we had to pre-record it for you. But... I'm committed to bringing you a podcast every single Monday and every single Saturday. For those of you who don't know me, if this is your first time listening, this is the Everything Medicare Podcast. I'm your host, Christian Brindle, where every single week I bring you a couple of podcasts where I discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. I have been working as a Medicare expert for a number of years now, and frankly, folks, I've seen a lot of things. I've worked with a lot of people. I've probably sat down with well over a thousand people. Um, I'm only 26 years old, and I grew up around this industry. Um, I interviewed my dad, Bob Brindle, who taught me everything I know, who who has been doing this for 30 years or more since the late 80s, early 90s. Um, My story is an interesting one, but more or less, folks, I... I came into it at a very young age. I had a teacher in the form of my dad who had so much experience and seen so much, had been very successful, one of the top um, brokers here in Utah, and I was able to kind of come under his wing and learn everything from the beginning to the point where I was able to create my own company. If this is your first time listening, I can't thank you how much I... I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. I thank you for listening and taking an interest in your own education about your Medicare because it really does matter. So, folks, a couple of weeks ago, actually I think it was last week or maybe two weeks ago, I can't remember the exact time period, I came out with a podcast where I talked about the changes happening to the Medigap known as Plan G that's been vastly popular since about 2014-15 time period, and everyone's really jumped on that bandwagon. Um, The changes, more or less, were going to be they were going to start accepting people in the form of guaranteed issues starting in 2020. Now, there's a lot of things that are taking effect in 2020, um, and that was just one of them due to the the MACRA bill passed in 2015, which affected a lot of things in the Medicare industry, the donut hole, certain types of Medigaps, Plan F, Plan G. But today we're talking about a Medigap that you're probably not going to hear talked about by a lot of people in the industry. So one thing you might start hearing, if you listen to anyone other than me, is you're probably going to start hearing from people that now is the time to start transitioning from Plan Gs into Plan Ns. Now, if you listen to my last podcast, you know my feeling about this, but in short, the whole argument against the Plan G going forward is starting in 2020, they're going to be accepting people in the form of guaranteed issue. Um, I think that this is um, drastically um, premature as far as abandoning the Plan G. I still think it's a fine plan. And 
I think that the guaranteed issue process will take a lot of time, and it will take some time before it starts to erode the rates. But I'm not saying that's not going to happen. I just don't think it's going to happen as quickly as a lot of other people do. Um, A lot of people are going to tell you, because of that reasoning, we're going to be transitioning over to the plan. And basically, folks, what guaranteed issue is, is if if someone is on Medicare, let's say they have a retiree plan or some other type of plan, and they get canceled by it, Let's say a retiree plan has a thousand people in a state that they cover, retirees for a certain company, and they pull the plug, they don't want to cover them anymore, everybody loses their coverage. Guaranteed issue says those people can get certain Medicare supplements, Medigap programs with any insurance company without any health questions or underwriting. Normally, you have to answer health questions and underwriting in order to change your plan unless you're obviously turning 65 and aging into which you can get any plan you want without any health questions or underwriting. But with guaranteed issue, you're able to kind of bypass those health questions if you've been canceled on something. And, you know, a big factor in that was, you know, Plan F for many, many years has accepted people in the form of guaranteed issue. And that had something to do with their rates eroding and becoming inflated. But it took a long time. And I'm expecting the same thing will happen with the Plan G. It will happen, but not as quickly as everybody's saying. Um how long it will take to be exact, nobody knows. Nobody has a crystal ball. But you're going to hear a lot of people start pointing you towards the planet. And I'm not saying that, that that's not necessarily bad advice. But the plan N has some flaws. You know, the, not only does it come, it, it has the $185 Medicare Part B deductible. It doesn't cover such same as plan G. And if you want to know more about these basics of these plans, go back and listen to my past episodes about Medigaps and Medicare supplements because I just don't have enough time to break down each and every one in every episode. That's why I do multiple episodes on these things um, to, to break it down into segments and easy, digestible episodes for one or maybe two plans at a time or a couple different topics here and there. Um, but basically, Plan G does not cover the what's known as the Medicare Part B deductible. Techni- this year, it's $185 per year. It can change from year to year. Last year, it was $183, if I remember correctly. Um, so basically, Plan N doesn't as well, but Plan N also has up to $20 copay for a doctor visit. It could be less and a $50 copay for an ER. My argument with the Plan N is it's not, ne- it's not necessarily the best way to go because even if the rates inflate in a G, but you use your plan a tremendous amount, those you'll make up the difference and then some on a Plan N with those $20 doctor copays. And that's each visit. Now, like, now what some people say is it could be less, could be $10, could be $15. But if you're seeing like a specialist, it's probably going to be $20. And a lot of primary doctors, it's probably going to be $20. It could be less, but it's not guaranteed to be less. And those co-pays can add up really quickly, especially if you're having a doctor visit a month or a doctor's a couple a month or one every week or something like that. And there, that's a very real thing, a very real situation. There's so many people that are in that situation on Medicare that would be better off with a plan G, even if the rates erode a little bit, even if the, the rates go up more than they used to. Okay. I mean, you go to the doctor once a week, and a lot of people do. You might be listening to this, and you might, or maybe you might not. But a lot of people do go, let's say, to a doctor once a week, and a lot of times it's not the same doctor. That's 
80 bucks a month if you're paying 20 each time. I mean, it's going to take a long time for the Plan G and Plan N rates to separate that much. The Plan F and the Plan G rates in a lot of areas never even got to that point. Okay, so it's not even necessarily such a no-brainer. With the Plan F and the Plan G, it was a no-brainer, no matter whether you were sick, healthy, no matter what, because the difference between the two was... The only difference between the two is the G didn't pay the Part B deductible, which is, like I said, currently this year, $185 a year, and the Plan F did, and they were identical in every way other than that. And that Part B deductible is annual, meaning that it's one time per year. You don't have to pay it any more than one time a year, no matter how much you use your plan. So a lot of times, especially as the years have gone on, you people would save $300, $400, $500, $600 a year in premium by switching to a plan G opposed to a plan F. And the only difference was the deductible. So whether you had to meet the deductible or not, you'd save money no matter what. That's not the case with the N because there's so many variables. You know, someone could, let's say we get to a point where you can save 200, 300, 400, $500 a year in premium by switching to an N, but you're going to the doctor all the time well, you might break even or you might even lose money switching to an end because of the increased out-of-pocket. So it's not the same thing. People are trying to compare it to the same thing. It's not the same thing. I want to talk to you today about a plan that has been around a while. It doesn't get a lot of traction and you don't see it that much anymore, but it very well could make a comeback and it could become the new Cadillac plan. And I'm going to make a bold prediction here and I hope you really enjoy it. Stay with me into segment two after a quick word from our sponsor, and I will unveil what my bold prediction is. Stay put. Welcome back, folks. Thanks for sticking with us. And today we're talking more about Metagaps. And I promise, I promise, I promise... In the coming weeks, I will do some different topics. I'll switch it up a little bit. We've been really, really, really Medicare supplement Medigap heavy the last month or so, but that's just because of everything that's been going on with the Medigaps and things that you need to know about. But I promise we'll switch up the topics a little bit coming soon. But I thought this was too good of an episode for us to pass up on or push back any further. Okay, so in segment one, we established... Why Plan G was so dominant over Plan F when it became traction in 2014, 2015, when it really gained leverage, and it was because it was a no-brainer. Plan G had only one cost, one time a year cost, and it was very easy to calculate. Plan N, which is the plan that a lot of people are going to probably start pushing you to, isn't the same thing. There's a lot of variables. There's, it's more that it has the same deductible, but it has those two copays that are based off of every time you use it and they don't they there's no limit to them so it's depending on your usage you can't always predict your usage it's a there's not as there's more variables to work with and so it's not as much of a no brainer as the g was over the f in 2014 2015 and going forward okay so like i talked about in segment 1 if you listen to any other medicare experts quote unquote because a lot of people, everyone says they're a Medicare expert. Very few people are. Um, we have a very good track record of being that expert. Um, you know, published author, worked with 
over the years, Brindle Insurance Group as an organization has worked with, I don't know how many thousands of people. I mean, our organization, you could possibly say that we've worked with probably a little bit under 10,000 people in our 30 years of business as a whole. Um, we've done a lot with all of our partners, all of our agents that work under our umbrella, um, people that we've worked with that have passed away over the years. Unfortunately, we hate to see anybody go, but we've worked with a lot of people. So we have a great track record and a great history and a great, a great history with our customers and our clients. You know, our people enjoy working with us. Our customers and our clients like working with us. Um, and we have a very good track record with that. So I have a very bold prediction that I don't think you'll probably hear from anybody else. And that is, I think that the Medigap that probably very well may gain traction in a way that probably no one is expecting, I think the plan N will gain traction. Not saying that it won't. So let's not get anything construed here. But I think the plan that very well could have a bigger impact and possibly be better for people on Medicare starting in 2020 and going forward into the 2020s is the Medigap Plan D, not to be confused with Medicare Part D, which is Medicare Part D or drug plans through private insurance companies. This is different. Remember, Medicare supplements are all plans that are designed to pay different amounts of what Medicare doesn't pay. Medicare pays 80%. Medicare leaves behind some deductibles and coinsurances and so on and so forth, co-pays, um, the different Medicare supplements are designed by the government as far as what they're going to pay and what they're not going to pay. They all pay different amounts, different things, things along that nature um, of what Medicare doesn't pay, and they're standardized, meaning that they're the same with every single insurance company that offers that particular plan as far as benefits are concerned. The only difference is the insurance company determines, number one, the price, and number two, the rate increases on the price going forward. So, what is Medigap Plan D? Well, before I get too much into it, right now, there's not that many insurance companies, not that many carriers that even carry a Medigap Plan D. So, let's put that into perspective. It's a plan that a lot of people has thought was long dead. Okay. You don't hear much about it, and you probably won't hear much about it from anyone other than me, but I have a very strong and solid argument to it, and I could be wrong, but if it does gain traction, more companies will begin to pick it up. I guarantee it with Plan F being grandfathered in 2020. We've done a whole episode about that, and Plan G not being quite as attractive for maybe newcomers going into 2020 who are just getting on Medicare. So... What is a Medigap Plan D? Okay, so Medigap Plan D is very, very simple. It is the closest thing you're ever going to find to Plan G. Plan G, like I said in segment one, the only thing it doesn't pay for that Medicare does is it doesn't pay for the Medicare Part B deductible, which this year is $185. And if it changes next year, it will change to whatever it changes to. Whatever the Medicare Part B deductible is, Plan G does not pay for it, but it's a one-time-a-year cost, once, annual. So if you're in the hospital for a whole year straight, you'll pay it one time to be ridiculous about it. So Plan G doesn't pay that, but it pays everything else, and it's full coverage other than that for the rest of the year as long as Medicare approves the charges, as long as it's something Medicare pays for in layman's terms. Plan D is the same way. 
it doesn't pay for the Medicare Part B deductible. The only difference between the Plan D and the Plan G other with, with that is Plan D does not pay for what's known as doctor excess charges. Okay, If you don't know what excess charges are, they're basically anything that's left over that the doctor decides to tack on. I've got news for you because the plan N doesn't cover excess charges either. No one will mention that because doctors don't charge excess charges anymore. It's just an unheard of practice, and in several states, it's actually illegal for them to do so. And, you know, my, my dad told me a couple of years back that he hasn't seen a doctor charge an excess charge in over 20 years. Now, this was a few years ago. I personally have never seen a doctor charge it because I have clients of mine that have Medigap plans with us that don't cover the excess charges. It's never been a problem. I've never seen it. It's just, it doesn't happen. So assuming that that trend continues, which I have no, idea, no reason to think that it doesn't, the plan D and the plan G are identical except for that excess charge things, which probably will never be charged to you. It's a good chance. So you see where I'm going with this. Plan D and plan G, same plan. Except for, like I told you in segment one, and like I told you in that episode we did a couple of weeks ago, or maybe a week ago, my timeline is a little off in my head here, so forgive me, but plan D doesn't cover those excess charges, plan G does, but plan G, starting in 2020, is going to be accepting people on Guaranteed issue. Like I told you in segment one, that's when people get canceled and they're accepted without health questions. Why does this matter? Because your rate increases on a Medicare supplement. And keep in mind, all Medicare supplements raise the rates as you get older. I've only seen one company in my entire history have a year where they didn't raise the rates. And it was one company out of hundreds in one state. Okay, it's just, it's unheard of. You don't want to ever anticipate a company not raising your rates. If the company doesn't raise your rates, thank your lucky stars and don't count on it ever happening again. But for the most part, Medicare supplements raise their rates every year as you get older. Like clockwork, they all do it. Some do it more than others. The whole reason why people were are starting to jump off the Plan G bandwagon and jump off that ship. Now, I think it's still a good plan to be on for many years to come. It's going to take time for this to erode, but eventually it, it, it will erode and we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But for now, it's a very good plan. But your rate increases on a Medicare supplement are based off of the entire whole as far as the group of people that are on that plan with you. So I'll give you an example. Now, how they do this depends on the company. Some companies are so large that it depends on the state you're in. And everybody that's in that state that has that exact same plan as you with the exact same insurance company. Some some insurance companies aren't quite that large, and it's based off of national, everybody in the country. But for the most part, the top dogs, the big companies that you always hear about, are it's based off of that state that you're in. So... If Plan G is now taking people with guaranteed issue with every carrier, that means people that would otherwise be uninsurable in, in, in the Medicare supplement world wouldn't be able to pass health questions normally are coming into the equation and they're joining that group of people. That means everyone's rates go up. 
it's, it's based off of the accumulation of everybody on the planet. It's an average of everybody's claims. Um, so if you want to be have lower rate increases, the best way to do that is to be part of a healthier pool of people. And Plan G has been that for years now because it didn't have guaranteed issue. The only reason someone could get it for without health questions is, is if they were turning 65. Otherwise, everybody else coming in was coming in with health questions and passing them. Um, now, we have almost a decade now of them taking people without guaranteed issue. So the, 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 pool, the, the large insurance companies have such a large amount of people to work with and groups to work with on their Plan G. I think they'll be able to take the, the guaranteed issue hits better than people are anticipating. That's why I'm saying this is going to take time. This is not something you want to jump the ship on right away. But it will have some impact eventually. Like, I've, like I told you before, Plan F has been around since 1992. It took 20 plus years for the rates to start to erode. Let that sink in. 20 plus years. Now, Plan G is not as popular as Plan F was, but just to put that into perspective. But Plan D doesn't take guaranteed issue. Not to mention there's very few people that have Plan Ds today. So when you sign up for a Plan D, you're becoming part of a much healthier pool of people and a smaller pool of people with less sick people on it. Could potentially be a very attractive way to go. And you might see a lot of insurance companies, a lot of carriers bring back the Plan D for that reason because it's virtually identical to the G. The only thing it doesn't cover that the G does is doctor excess charges. Like I said, it's unheard of in all 50 states, basically, for a doctor to charge an excess charge. So when you put it that way, they're almost the same plans. But you don't have that guaranteed issue problem. Much more attractive. And if this does gain traction, I guarantee you it will become the new Cadillac plan going forward. Stay with me into segment three. Welcome back, folks. Thanks for sticking with us all the way to the end here. Some some last second comments about what I'm saying here. This will only be something that will come true with the Plan D if, the, if more carriers bring it back. Because like I said, there's very few insurance companies that even carry a Plan D anymore. Very, very few carriers. So this will only come true if it becomes more of a selected option, which I believe it would be with Plan F going away for people that are become eligible for Medicare after 2020. If you want to know more about that, go back and listen to my episode about Plan F going away in 2020 or not going away in 2020. It clears up the confusion about that. But if no carriers see this, it's not going to happen. It will only happen if more carriers start picking up the Plan D, but I think it very well could because they are all going to want to be competitive with each other. And if a few carriers start out picking up the Plan D, more people are going to be attracted to it. It's going to give that company an edge over the others, and the others are going to try to scramble to keep up. That would be the domino effect there. And I believe it's a real possibility. I don't have any type of inside information to know this, but it's something to keep an eye out for. Because in my opinion, 
if the carrier of choice that you like to work with, the insurance company of your choice that you like to work with has a plan D over plan N, plan D is a better plan. Assuming that the rates aren't ridiculously different, of course, every state has a different market, and that could be the case. You want to look at the price difference between the two. But if they're within, I'd say, $20 difference, I'd go with the D, if the carrier has it. Like I said, there's not that many companies that do, but I expect that to change. It's a bold prediction of mine. I don't really do bold predictions. I haven't done them very often, but this is my bold prediction with this. I think the plan D is the one that's going to be a better, more attractive option than the plan N, period. Folks, I can't thank you enough for listening. Um, And thank you for your support with the birth of my daughter. Hopefully, when I bring you a podcast this coming Saturday, I'll have good news to bring you that she will be born. If you'd like to see updates on it, I'll be putting updates on our Facebook page, Christian Bruno Insurance Services on Facebook. And folks, as always, if you live in Idaho, Utah, or Florida, those are the three states Christian Bruno Insurance Services is licensed to work with people in. If you live in one of those three states and you're becoming eligible for Medicare and you're just trying to educate yourself, or if you're already on Medicare and you're not sure if you're on the right thing for you, or you maybe you know you're not sure, maybe you know you're not satisfied with what you have, and you just want a, a free consultation with me personally, I can guarantee you that that's something that we can offer you. No charge, no obligation. If you just want to chat, we do that for free, no obligation with those three states because those are the three states we're licensed to work with you in. Call our office, ask for Christian. 801-255-5340, 801-255-5340. I'd be happy to talk with you, of course, after my daughter's born. <laughs> I appreciate your understanding with that. Or you're welcome to shoot me an email if you'd like to just talk with me that way. Christian B, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N, B is in boy, at xmission.com. Christian B at xmission.com. And I'd be more than happy to talk with you, answer any questions. I mean, even if you'd like to talk with me, And elect not to work with me on your plan. That's your choice. But you also are able to work with me on your plan if you want to. If you've been listening to me for a while and you feel like I could point you in the right direction, which I I guarantee you that I could, I'm as good as it gets out there. Um, My company is as good as it gets out there because I was taught the right things from my dad. If you want to know more about my dad, you want to hear more about him, go listen to the interview I did with him. It was really, really interesting, really, really fascinating to hear from his perspective. You know, my dad got on Medicare last year. He's 65 right now. He'll be 66 this year, later on this year. And um, he got on Medicare himself. It was kind of a twilight thing for him because he was in his 30s when he started working with people on Medicare. Um, And then before you know it, he's on Medicare. (laughs) Very twilight zone-ish, if you ask me. Folks, thank you so much for listening, as always. Have a fantastic week. I hope you had a wonderful Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all you mothers out there. I hope you had a great day. I hope you enjoyed it. It's your day. Thank you for all that you do for all the men in your life. Thank you, folks. Not just the men in your life and the children as well. Thank you, folks. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. And I can't wait to talk with you on Saturday and hopefully have some good news. Take care.